Uh, Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 56, is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I am your host, Katie. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. This show is released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle at Temple of Geek. On today's episode, we will be discussing several different topics, some of which will include spoilers. So if you don't like spoilers, then... Are about it. <laughs> I mean, you gotta tell them what the spoilers are. Or you're just gonna open that up. <laughs> there will be spoilers for the new season of Game of Thrones, and also for the latest episode of Supernatural. Uh, so, as you know, this has been quite an eventful week for film and TV. So tonight we're gonna be talking about Captain America: Civil War. We haven't actually seen the movie yet, but we're gonna talk about what we hope to see since. Technically, today is Cinco de Mayo, so the movie is going to be released sometime in between 6 p.m. and midnight, depending on who you are, where you are. By the time you listen to this, you'll probably have seen the movie already. In addition to that, we'll be talking about Game of Thrones, like I said, and then we're going to talk about the Don't Call Me Shirley episode of Supernatural. Always a good throwback when you can pull an airplane reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's even more. There's even more. Like, you have no idea. Maybe I should watch this show. It's pretty great. So good. All right, so before we get into all of that amazingness, let's do a little around the room and find out what people have been up to this week. Who wants to go first? Don't everybody jump at once. Uh, I can go. Um, So... I have uh, caught up on Supernatural. I'm who, up to date. Who are you? you? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Miss Katie didn't even introduce anybody. Why is that not even in here? So I'll let you go ahead and introduce people, then you can kind of cut and put that where you want it. Yeah. It's kind of rude. Let's wow. Cut that, let's cut this failure out. Do that again. Wow. That's not even in my notes. That's so <laughs> awful. I am so sorry. I mean, we're kind of at the top. Barely. But it's written. It's yeah, written right. in here. Okay, so yeah, that guy that makes inappropriate comments. I'll put this in somewhere. Okay, uh, joining me for today's episode from the Temple of Geek are Chad, Rooster, and Stacy. Howdy. Howdy. Hello. Hello. That was super awkward. All right. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> we can print and reprint. Damn, I am so sorry, guys. It's okay. It's not your fault. It's just, you know, your fault. Shut up. Pete, Pete, you're sitting on a fence. Pete falls off. Who's left? Pete! Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah. Cool. Awkward. So, in this week, I've uh, watched Supernatural. That last episode was fantastic. Um, I really haven't been watching anything else, uh, any other TV show other than that, just because, you know, basketball playoffs. I'm a big basketball fan. Um... I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. I've been uh, doing a lot of streaming here. Um, so, yeah. Well, I want to know where you guys are at. With well, that, oh, well, that would be if I guess like I'll go physically next. or <laughs> however you play it, man. I'm in my, Azeroth. Uh, <laughs> in, in terms of Azeroth, I don't think I've left my uh, my little domicile in, I guess... in uh, Outlands. I guess my question on that whole subject is the, the thing that I disliked, and I, and I knew Stacy whenever Warcraft first came out, was I hated the fact that the game never ends and it's an ongoing game. That's the best part. Why are and you that, playing an MMO then? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not playing it at all. I just wanted <laughs> to know you guys' opinions on why you like it so much. I mean, because... I don't. I don't know about it. I, I just. I guess I just need a little history on it. And, it's an MMO, man. It, I go online to play with people and for the adventure to never end. 
Yeah. And see, and, and unfortunately, I haven't been in a guild that's been active, but I used to be in Adrian Curry's guild. Well, I'm still in Adrian Curry's guild. So, um, she's the cosplayer, right? Yeah, and she, she doesn't really get on anymore, so you don't really get to interact with her or the people that she knows. So, anyway, not that we're hijacking it for Warcraft, although we should. Yeah, we just kind of took this thing over, didn't we? Let's, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's no. nudge Katie out of the way here. Hey, and let's, hey uh, this is my show. Mutiny. <laughs> we stole you, it from Daniel. We, yeah, we did. Me. We've just, and then we stole it from you. This didn't take long at all. No. Yeah. All right. Oh, I've got now that well, we've yeah. gushed let's, about World of Warcraft. I said Supernatural, too. I know, which I loved, and I then you lost to be me good. completely. My bad, boss. Yeah. I'll be over here. Yeah, you wait your turn. <laughs> Rooster, what are you doing this week? Uh, this week I have actually um, caught a new video on uh, the um, True TV called the uh, Carbonero Effect. And it's basically a hidden camera um, magic TV show. And I used, to, I used to be a magician, or I still am a magician. I can still do some stuff, but... Uh, Stacy knows firsthand on how active I was as a magician, and um, it's kind of bringing me back into light on on one getting back out and do some more shows, man. It's it's pretty awesome. Carbonero effect, um, True TV, uh, it's pretty awesome. And so I just got done reading the Superman in the uh, it's a Superman fifty one in the heat of the sun, and it actually brings together all of Superman's storylines. So it has um, the Superman, and then it has the action comic, and then it has where he's a mechanic, which Chelsea calls him. He looks like a mechanic, but uh, it's a it's a pretty awesome story, and I'm kind of getting down with this new Fifty Two uh, Superman comic. Um, Stacy. <laughs> well, um, semester's ending, so that's good. Uh, yay! Yay! So I'm uh, done with grading and and. Uh, the only geekery I've really been able to do is um, more or less try to keep up with uh, the movies that are coming out. Uh, I've gotten back into Civil War because I have all the original comics. And uh, I can watch a YouTube video like the next person. But I kind of wanted to go back and read. You have, new, you have the hard copies, right? I have the trade the, paperback tra yeah. and all the original first first printings. Nice. of Civil War, so I read the paperbacks. <laughs> They're easier to get out of the plastic. So, um, But I read the paperbacks and uh, just to get back into what exactly happened again uh, in case I was asked by, you know, an official person. Um, <laughs> but uh, needed to reference it. Oh, well, page 37. Um, but no. I, yeah, exactly. um, Let me look. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, anyway, I've been just really anticipating this and, and playing Warcraft, like Chad, uh, and a lot of Hearthstone, um, which, now that I'm kind of just waiting, I've already got my legendary ring, I'm just waiting on, waiting on the next release by playing Hearthstone, so. Oh, and the open beta. For okay, good, I was going to mention that if, anything if you wanted to Blizzard do that. Anything Blizzard I do, so. There's an open beta for, uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. All this weekend. It's, it's fantastic. It's a, they they Starts are golden. Today. Whatever they do is golden. Make I'm a blizzard. Golden I drank the Kool-Aid. I drank Blizzard's Kool-Aid. <laughs> like, I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm part of the group now. I'm part of the group. Yeah. Do you got the tattoo? I'm a truther. I'm a truther. <laughs> the tattoo blizzard truther. Like the label. Like, I've been labeled. Well, I'm not saying I have a horde tattoo on my calf. But... <laughs> <laughs> do you have a horde tattoo on your calf? I'm not saying. <laughs> I've thought yes. about getting the supernatural tattoo, like right here, the, the, the mark. Or not the, the mark, uh, but uh, the, yeah, the anti-possession tattoo. That's basically the fandom tattoo, so right. at some point I'm probably going to end up with one, too. Yeah. We'll go together. We'll meet in Arizona. Stacy needs a tattoo on his calf. <laughs> He's already filled up the rest, the upper part of his body. That is true. That is that is pretty true. I've got a canvas. <laughs> I'm running out of real estate. But anyway, that's what, that's what I'm doing. That's exciting. Katie, what have you been up to? Um, so I finished a whole book this, like, in the last couple of days. I read a book in, like, two days. How big was the oh book? Oh, my goodness. It wasn't that big. I read, um, Me Before You. Me Before You. I don't know if I've heard of that one. Jojo, um, I think it's Moyes or something. Um, it's gonna, it's coming out as a movie on June 3rd, and it is 
amazing. Like, I can't wait to see it. The movie has... It's really funny who's in it. So the two main stars are Khaleesi, so like Daenerys, and Lelia Clark from Game of Thrones. And then Sam Caffigan. I can't remember how to say his last name, but he played Finnick in The Hunger Games. Yeah. And uh, Neville Longbottom's in it, Matthew Lewis. That's awesome. Yeah. And Jenna Coleman, she plays uh, Clara Oswald in Doctor Who. They're all in this movie. So it's like a total romantic themed movie slash book. It was amazing. Like, I can't wait for this movie to come out. But I read the whole book in like two days because I wanted to know what happened. I think I saw that on your Facebook, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of obsessed now. So like, yeah. I have a problem. <laughs> it's kind of a problem, but it's a great problem. Is this going to be an Ogden series or is it uh, just a one book? one movie thing or um it's a well she wrote a sequel to me before you it's called after you um i haven't read that book i saw it it was like 26 dollars at barnes and noble and i was like mm, girl <laughs> you're pretty proud of your writings <laughs> i was like i was like that's really expensive for a hardback book <clears throat> says the person who spent 30 dollars on a special edition harry potter book that's different, though. That's Harry Potter. Or, or, which I saw today at Barnes & Noble, they have a wand that will change the channel on your TV. I know. Well, I saw that on a kind of wand. Yeah, I, I, I know. I need it. We're all three, all four getting But I want the wand to choose me. <laughs> the wand I thought it did choose me because it was the only one there. <laughs> and I saw it. Exactly. And I saw it. Yeah. Dibs. Everybody dibs. expects dibs. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Me. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. I read a book and watched the trailers for the movie and became overly obsessed with it. Anyways, so let's talk, let's talk about Captain America: Civil War. I'm like mentally ready for this movie. I'm not entirely emotionally ready for this movie. Tonight? I'm not seeing it tonight. Well, I mean, for those that are awesome fans. Yes. Tonight. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That is so rude. Shots fire! <laughs> wow. I'm not going to go see it tonight. I'm going to go see it first thing in the morning. Tomorrow. Okay, I think that's legit. I think that's fine. That's fine. I'll I'm like, why would I want to pay full price for that ticket when I can go like early matinee before like noon and see it's, it for like it's six that months? Whole, it is that, that competition factor. Nerd. I have not ever... I've never outgrown it. It's like I can't not be the first one to see it i've i've only recently gotten to the point now where i where i won't go to the very first showing like typically i'll go to the first showing because even though i'll never tell anybody i did that i did it you kind of just told the you world and i know <laughs> yeah but i'm telling the world now that i've gotten over it this is more of a confession kind of like you know to help someone out there that has the same problem i do there's hope you, it's like big you, brother confessional yeah <laughs> One day, you too can be like me and miss the first showing <laughs> and go to the second one and be okay with it. Well, uh, I did watch the first 30 minutes of it. I'm not going to tell you how I watched it, but you know it what? was... I mean, let's just be honest, Rooster. I don't know how you did that. That's like trying to stop peeing midstream. <laughs> That's like, I don't know how you stopped watching. That's like painful. Let's... I don't... I'm Let's gonna... go back to that. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no. Depends on where you're at. No. Where you have to hold it. But I will tell you why Doesn't... I quit watching it. No. Because it was... Um, I, I don't condone uh, uh, pirating. I don't condone any of that. But if you're going to give me something that I can get, I'm going to watch it. I'm sorry. Just stop talking about it then. Well... I watched the first 30 minutes, but it was so, all... So, this whole part's going to get cut out. You used the pirate word. You did. I, I don't know how I don't know how I got it. I mean, it just popped up on my... On your what? Says the 14-year-old... I'm going to cut this out, too. Says the 14-year-old with porn. I don't know how it happened. It's just up there. How did it get on my computer that I... <laughs> but it was, person, it was I'm just holding all... it for a friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. I'm just holding it for a friend. I mean, the I don't, whole thing I don't was like all it. in Croatian. The first what? thirty minutes was in Croatian. With Americans, with sorry, no. American English subtitles, no, or no. it was all Croatian. <laughs> That's what you get. It was all Croatian. And That's so what you get. I turned it off and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna wait 
and and just now the truth comes out. That's why he only watched thirty minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no moral obligation. Could, yeah, this is bullshit. I ain't reading this. No moral obligation. It's like I don't but, speak Croatian. I can't watch this movie. But yeah. you kind of read their lips, you know. Croatian no, people have thin no. hair. But I didn't want to have to. Black I, meant by that. I didn't want to have to work that hard. But uh, you know, <laughs> going going back to this movie. Uh, and going back to what Stacey was saying to uh, his his <laughs> his comic books, um, Stacey made me read uh, a few of his uh, trade paperbacks, and Civil War was one of them. And the first part that I picked up wasn't it Quicksilver or something that it, he exploded in a neighborhood that it wasn't Quicksilver. It was um... it's the do stupid dude with the rubber bouncy balls. That's yeah, what his and he, power exploded. Is. he exploded. Speedball. Was, yeah, speedball. He exploded over in the East Coast, yeah. like Connecticut. I can't remember exactly where he Connecticut. And he, and he killed a neighborhood. Some place where nobody, you know, nobody lives or cares about. <laughs> and it's it's like once he exploded, and enough people died, it, that's what triggered the whole registration act, or the yes, initially initi initiated the whole thing. So okay, I understand that happened, but there's been awesome Avengers movies where buildings and stuff are falling down and uh, people are getting killed by these battles but this one initiated uh, the Avengers or I mean I the Civil War right and and I and I guess anybody else can pick up on this uh, if, if you from what I understand this movie is going to be what triggers that I don't think that it's I don't think this movie is necessarily the result of like civil war is not the result of everything that's happened before that there's going to be something else. I believe that happens in this movie. That's going to be kind of like the straw that breaks the camel's back that causes civil war and the whole registration act or whatever it is. The, sim the, the same thing that happened in the comics will happen in this movie. It won't be just Sokovia or New York. I think it's going to be New York Sokovia, and then whatever this next thing is, or whatever, you know, all of this together, they'll be like, okay, that's it. Now, so is, Bu is, is Bucky the key to this whole story? Well, I think part of it is because they've been trying to arrest him anyway because of what he did in, in Winter Soldier. So they've been after him this entire time. And He's an easy scapegoat. Yeah, and he's easy just to pin stuff on. And then, you know, Cap ain't having that. That's his bestie. Well, he's always... Cap Cap has always seen the good in everybody. Even even Winter Soldier, he wants to save his his, his best friend. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? To be honest, he's the most... And, and that's why I was saying, you know, I was saying earlier today to everybody, I was like, this... Captain America is the most uh, objective of all of the superheroes so far, in my opinion. Yeah. That he sees both sides of the equation. He's the moral compass because yeah. he is kind of like the even kill. He just, he just he's the Boy Scout. He's who Superman is supposed to be. Yeah. You know, if you were to go by who Superman's supposed to be in Man of Steel and all this, Man of Steel, they've missed his character altogether. That is seven other terrible podcasts on its own yeah. <laughs> who Superman's supposed to be and who he is uh, in the movies but uh, Captain America is the moral compass and you can always come back to him and, and I, I always thought he was boring in the comics this has been the best I think he's made yeah. me the, the movies have made me interested in the character because I think they've done a good job of really fleshing out who he is so what I hear you saying is that Captain America's the best I that's mean all, I, I own a t-shirt now I, I think... was a Batman guy yeah, yeah. So, I, I think out of all of those, Captain America is is by far my favorite character. Um, I enjoy. Did you guys? I don't know if you guys saw the 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 thing I sent out on the on the uh, message board with um, uh, uh, Chris Evans singing or talking about Captain America, and then all of the Marvel guys walk in at the battle hum. If you haven't checked it out, it's on. It's an IGN thing. Check it out. I got to check it out. It's very awesome, and it's 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 just fun to watch those guys connect together as a group, and that's why these movies are so awesome. Is because they connect as one, as a group, and it, it's so much chemistry. 
Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. What do you guys think about the teams? So I know that they... So we've gotten Spider-Man back. Spider-Man! And we're introducing new characters, like Black Panther. And um, we also have, like, a switching of the teams. So they put... I'm, is, I don't know if this is right. Is this right, Stacey, where they switched Black Widow and Hawkeye? Hawkeye's on Cap's Hawkeye team. Was, Hawkeye was not originally in it. Okay, uh, so they added him. He was not him. in Civil War. They added him, yeah. Okay, and then wasn't Black Widow on Cap's side originally? I think she's always been on um, Iron Man's side. Okay. I think she was. she is going to play a similar role in the movie that she did in the comic, I think. Okay. Where she was... She was kind of in the middle. She is loyal, but she's also a spy, and she also is kind of duplicitous to, by nature. You know, so I feel like as a spy, like why would she be for the superhero registration act? Like she's all about hiding in multiple identities. So well, like, why? Like I've read I, again. I haven't seen it, but like I've read, I've I've heard that they do a really good job in this movie about making you not be able to fully pull for either side that yep. there is uh, enough ambiguity in the whole and in, in, in the entire the philosophy behind uh, the registration act that it's hard to argue against 100 percent captain america or iron man that that there's enough there's enough for you to kind of side one way or the other and they and to pull that off if they do that will be pretty incredible because in the comic books it's not hard to see, to see Tony as as the villain it's not hard he he comes across as irrational you know unreasonable and cap just cap is obviously the protagonist you know and you see you know at, and every every superhero that he pulls to his side i mean you see the reason for it in the comic book but mm -hmm. But I think that they they don't do as good a job in the comic of making because I mean the Thunderbolts come from this you know yeah and so uh, that's just villains that are filling the role they, they you know heroes for hire essentially so, you know okay. what what I like about oh I'm sorry I, by your face you're like who is that I have no idea yeah I don't either <laughs> I'm like oh my god the Thunderbolts and you're like what <laughs> the what um, yeah well Venom was a Thunderbolt. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. So what, basically what they did, the Thunderbolts were, were villains who said, oh, all we have to do is get to get paid by the government is to register with them, and I get to beat up good guys? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. What? And so so the Easy villains, peasy. all the villains, all these villains were registering with the government so that they could go hunt the good guys. And they, <laughs> so they were called Venom? the Thunderbolts. Oh, it was awesome. It was that's great. Awful. It was a great storyline. But, yeah, that's what ended up happening. I can't you know, root for Cap now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm morally obligated to hate Venom. One of my favorite things about what's going on right now right is there. that it's the marketing for this is it's like a Dallas Cowboys versus a San Francisco game in you know the 90s. I mean? That makes more sense. Let's yeah. let's put that in context. In the 90s. In the 90s. You know what I mean? When Terrell Owens is standing on the star and you, and Emma Smith goes and tackles him or whatever. But they're they're having the marketing for this is you're choosing a side. Are you Iron Man? Or are you Captain America? And there's no limit to how because you know how we are. We we have a side. We have a side, and we're gonna choose one, and they're gonna battle. Man, this not this, like we're in a political year or anything. I don't hey, even want to hey. talk. I said that hey. earlier. I don't want to talk about politicalness. But yeah, uh, you're outnumbered here. Is it Iron Man or is it Captain America? You know what I mean? It's the, oh, yeah. the smartness of what they're doing is awesome for uh, getting people to come in and watch the movie because you're going to have so many battles in the theaters. You're going to have riots and stuff in theaters. Iron Man, no, I'm Captain America. Whoa, whoa. Let's not use the riot riot all you know what I mean? I'm just Let's excited about violence. You know what I'm talking about, though. It's, it's, it's great marketing for this type of show. Oh yeah, no, I've been tweeting Team Cap since they See? released the the cool emojis that go along with the. See, that, just that, hashtag. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not trying to get you know, but that's what I'm saying. It's a great marketing for 
getting money into this movie. And I Chad, love. How do you really feel? I love Captain America. I do, but my heart is Spider Man. Like, oh, I, I am oh we already know where you're gonna go yeah, then, Chad. I, I'm Team Iron Man. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I just, I, I can't. I it's just, okay. I can't. <laughs> You can be on the opposite team, but it is funny though. Like, did you see in the trailer when he takes Cap's shield? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey, 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 guys, and um, Iron Man's like, this is not the time for a conversation. Cap, big fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's humble, man. He's just happy to be around all the superheroes. Oh, he's like, I'm best. so happy I'm back. That's pretty much what it is. He's like, yeah, I'm back the, in the, the Marvel the, the universe. Scene, the the uh, TV spot where he literally, I mean, he catches. Winter Soldier's punch, and he just looks at his arm and is like, oh, cool, you know, metal arm. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It, so it's it's nice to see Spider-Man in an actual, like, significant place. Yeah. Where everybody's just like, oh, he's just some, like, kid, and he's not strong and stuff. Like, Spider-Man's a champ. Is that going to lead to a different universe, you think? Because uh, uh, Iron Man does make a suit, like a weird Spider-Man oh, yeah. um, suit. Iron Spider. Iron Spider, yeah. Yeah, is it, you think that's going to lead to another universe, or they're just kind of playing on that? No. Well, I, I mean, do you mean a different universe? Different universe like Doctor Strange? Or? No, no, I mean a different a different storyline with Spider-Man. Mm, probably not. Not movie-wise. They're probably going to keep on their same track. Yeah. But eventually, maybe? like If it'll other. make Disney money, they might, but I mean. Yeah. But you guys know what I'm talking about with the, with he, what he had. The, he yeah, had yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, well, Tony Stark hooks him up and gives him like an Iron Man suit. <laughs> that yeah. looks like that looks like Spider-Man. a Spider-Man outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he it's, looks like Doc Ock. With... It's pretty yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. All right. Um. So, what are you guys hoping to see in like the big showdown? Because you know they have the two teams on the opposite side fighting each other. You've got. Um, tiny Ant-Man on top of Hawkeye's arrow, and he shoots him. Like, <laughs> that's pretty. I awesome. can't wait to see that part. I'm waiting for a Royal Rumble and uh, Spider-Man to walk out on top. That's it. <laughs> Drop the mic. Just... <laughs> I think, me personally, man. Uh, you know, I said this before. I hate seeing these guys fighting each other because we've grown up watching them grow together as a family, and you know all their movies, and now they're fighting each other. But at the same time, you're adding a new element to um, the, the the Marvel Cinema Universe. And I'm really excited about seeing the scene where Captain America and Winter Soldier trade punches on Iron Man. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry during that scene. I do, too. I, I feel like when I watched that, though, when I saw that in the theater on the, in the preview, that is the scene that made me the most excited about this. Yep. Oh, Has- yeah. Hashtag like, Rogers dies. Yeah. What's they that? Tra- they trade the shield and the shield reflects <laughs> oh. and it comes back and he catches Oh, my it. God. It's just, it's so epically, like, it looks so epically coordinated. Like, yeah, it's perfect. So well. yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. I can't wait to see it tomorrow. <laughs> that is my favorite. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go see you tomorrow. First thing in the morning. That's what's going to happen. I'll write a spoilerific review tonight at midnight. <laughs> you do that. I will not go on the internet. I will read it Read it Sunday. Okay. Any final thoughts on Captain America? Uh, I, I would like to say something on something Stacey said earlier about um, uh, the Captain America trilogy being probably one of the best trilogies ever. I agree ever. with that statement. Yeah. It, it it has been focused on straight up comic book information, and it has been on time. And Chris Evans has definitely, definitely been the best character for Captain America that you could ever wish for. I mean, even though he did a good Johnny Storm, Captain America, he nailed it, man. I agree, one hundred percent. And uh, my finalizing statements: um, Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. That could be five sentences if they all have a period. So. Exclamation mark! Boom. Well, I think that that, thing? for me, um, the 
what I'm looking or my final thoughts on this particular movie is that I, I really do think I'm anticipating this being one of the top three movies in the Marvel universe. Uh, my my top one right now is Guardians of the Galaxy, probably, and then Winter Soldier. That's probably my top two. Um, and I and they kind of fluctuate depending on what I want to watch that day. But I've seen Guardians I no less than thirty times, uh, easily thirty times, maybe more. But- damn good movie it's a good movie it's just a fantastic movie but anyway i think it's going to be one of the top three movies uh and and it will solidify the captain america trilogy is one of the the best trilogies you know, can't wait for that spider-man movie <laughs> well uh the third spider-man movie you can you can claim that one as well you can you can uh, uh fox never did spider-man I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that dance number again. Um, All that matters is that it's Captain America. That's all I care about. Captain America. And Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. Okay. So I want to take a commercial break right here to talk to you about our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download. For the listeners of the Temple of Geek Togcast, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. The Chad What's apparently up? has a book recommendation. I sure do. It's more of a series. Um, I didn't really watch the Aragon movies. Um, I guess it was a movie that they came out with a couple years ago. Um, and apparently it's a really good uh, book book series. Um, and I got them on Great. Audible because I'm always going to Houston or Dallas and... Uh, driving around a lot and I, i've read the whole series and I, I definitely want to recommend that to, to our listeners it, it, it's great absolutely fantastic i was worrying about it being like too like kitty because it came out with that that movie Not at but all. i mean it's it's they're great they're absolutely great cool well you can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash talkcast to get that free title now or you can choose from over one hundred and eighty thousand other titles today <laughs> Support us by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. So, moving right along, we're going to be moving into our area of spoilers. So, if you don't want to know anything about Game of Thrones or Supernatural... Stop being a slacker. Catch up on what you need to catch up on and then come back. There are spoilers ahead. Just be aware of the spoilers. So, let's talk about Game of Thrones. So we're two episodes into the new season, and I don't know about you guys, but I have like a billion more questions that have happened since these last two episodes have occurred. So I want to start out. Not read the books. I have not read the books. I haven't read the books, and I have not seen the TV show. So I will, I will uh, divert to you guys. But this season doesn't matter because the book for this current season is not available. So we're just sort of flying by the seat of our pants through this season. What? So the book is trying to catch up to a TV show? Well, he didn't release yes, the book yet. Yeah. How There's does no that book. work? So that being we're... said, though, yeah. that being said, in this particular episode, there is a there are there's at least one major plot line that's being that they're going into that was in a book like three books ago. So, like the whole Greyjoy stuff, all of that stuff was in was three books ago. Okay. So, so that actually, you can kind of read about that, and you do have an idea of what they're going to do there if you read the books. Yes. So, there's been a lot of fan theories floating around. I don't know if you guys have read any of them. Um, in the last episode, we actually got a glimpse into Hordor's life when he was much younger. Which is <laughs> Chad muted himself so he doesn't get any spoilers because he hasn't seen the show. <laughs> so we saw that Hordor actually could talk. You guys yes. saw that, right? Did see <laughs> and, that. And his name used to be Willis. Yes. So I read a pretty awesome fan theory that Hordor might actually be a a warg. I think that's how you say it. Like what Bran is. So that basically the theory says that he used to be a warg and he used to work as a stable boy. So his favorite animal might have been a horse. Horse, So it's very possible that he used to like warg into horses. And 
as you saw Leanna Stark, she was really nice to him. So according to the theory, it's very possible that he could have warged into the mind of the horse, of her horse, to spend more time with her when she wasn't around. And it's very possible that he could have been in the mind of the horse when the horse died. Yeah. So he kind of lost his mind. So it's entirely possible that Hordor might actually be, like, the name of her horse. Interesting. That's a that's a decent theory. I mean, I don't think that's what happened, but that's a decent theory. Yeah, I, I thought that, it was interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, I just, something had to have happened that caused he, him just to say one word. Yeah. He may have just been kicked. Ooh, that's possible, too, because he has, like... Did he have that scar on the side of his head? I can't remember when he got it. Did he always have it? Yeah, I think he's always had it since... Okay. Yeah, since um, he started, yeah. Yeah. Or since so, we've seen him. Since we've seen him. But I don't think he had that scar on the side of his head when he was younger. I'd have to look, go back and watch it again to see so, if that's true. The fan, The fan theory is that... Are we talking about Jon Snow right now? No, we're talking no. about Hordor. This is Bran. This was right at the beginning of the episode. Of this last episode, yeah. The last, the season two where episode, uh, she, episode two, yeah. she comes in, uh, what's the girl's name that comes in and saves her? I'm not a good name person. <laughs> it's Leanna Stark. And Leanna Stark. Really no, 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 the big, the Amazon knight lady that's been trying to protect her the whole that's time. Brienne. That's Brienne. 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 Okay. Brienne okay. of Toth. She's been, um, she protected, she saved uh, Sansa, Sansa yeah. and Theon from uh, the raiders from Winterfell that worked for the Bolton family. And she, and she told uh, uh, the Stark girl that light a candle if you help. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she did that. Well, she pledged her loyalty to her mother. Yeah. To Sansa's mom, and she said that um, that she'll do whatever she can to protect her children. And um, Arya didn't want to have anything to do with her, and neither did Sansa. But then, you know, the whole thing happened with with Ramsay. Oh, Ramsay! I and that guy's a horrible person. Oh, I hate Ramsay as much as I hate King Joffrey. No, dude, it escalated. I never thought I could hate anybody more than Joffrey, but oh, this past episode, yeah, yeah, what he did to his like stepmom and his, yep, brother, yep. his yep. newborn, newborn baby brother, yeah, with the wolf. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, sorry. I got. I I love Game of Thrones, and I think uh, me and Stacey had a conversation about uh, um. Who's who is uh, Stannis' wife? Uh, Stark. Which one? The 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 Stark girl that he married. Sansa. 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 Yeah, she. Uh, man, there was a couple of scenes where I was just so mad on on how he treated her and, and you know. Last year he, yeah. It was tough. It was tough. To yeah. Because yeah. Ramsey's a horrible, awful, yep. terrible person. Yep. Yep. I yep. just, I want him to die. Yep. <laughs> I want yep. his character yep. to die so bad. Yep. Well, the one thing I do know about Games of Th- Game of Thrones um, is that if you want somebody to die, just wait a couple episodes. That's <laughs> yeah, what I've been told. That it's kind of a cycle. Pretty much. Well, but... I'm, I'm waiting on Sansa. Uh, not, uh, not Sansa, her husband to be... Ramsey. Uh, yeah, Ramsey to be gone. Yeah, well, it's... Not like he pretty much staged like a rebellion kind of thing. He killed his father. Yep, killed his father. In exactly the same manner that Ruse Bolton killed Rob Stark. Exactly the same. You know, uh, uh, Joffrey, uh, the actor that plays Joffrey, King Joffrey, was supposed mm-hmm. to be at the uh, Comic Con. And you know how much I hated that character? Which was actually really good because he played that character to a T. I hated that character. I wanted to go to that Comic-Con, and I wanted to tell him how I felt about him. But it's not him. It's his character. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, he didn't realize how the actor, when he took that role, he didn't realize, like, how awful his character was going to be. And he just couldn't believe, like, how much hatred there was within the fans of the show for his particular (laughs) character, which is kind of sad because, you know, Joffrey was horrible. Yes. I didn't, I honestly didn't think there was going to be anybody worse in Game of Thrones, but Ramsey just sort of moved... He moved up the list. Stepped in. I got this. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, "Mm, newborn baby fed to dogs. Got it. (laughs) That's what happened. Seems legit. So Game of Thrones is one of those shows where like so many different things happen all at the same time where there's different storylines happening simultaneously in parallel with each other. So I want to talk about the big thing that happened at the end of episode two. Like, they were telling us that he was dead, and no. Captain America nope. died. Jon nope. Snow. Jon Snow was murdered at the end of season five by some really terrible people. I can't believe the little kids stabbed him in the oh, heart. Like, yeah, I was just the worst. Worst. I would have punched him in the face. God, yeah. I just, I'm just so mad. I knew the other guy was going to do that. I can't even remember what his name is. Because he was jealous of Snow, of Jon Snow the entire time because yeah. he was a much better Lord Commander than he was. Yep. And he led the rebellion. Like, they basically mutinied and killed him because they believed he was a traitor because he wanted to do something different. And they stabbed him and freaking left him in the snow. I was... It was like 37 people stabbed him. I like... know. I was so... I'm sorry, but they just left him there. That seems like... a little excessive. They did. They all stabbed him once, and then they just left him bleeding in the snow. Ah, uh, so they left went um, Caesar on him. Basically. Yep. Yep. And Davros, who happened to be at at uh, at the wall at Castle Black, like goes outside. Like, how did he not hear that ruckus? I'm just gonna say. So is that picking up? How how long is that picking up after he got stabbed? Like exactly bleeding? right after it. Okay. All right. It's, it's like the story never ended. Like those months in between the hiatus, yeah. like never happened. Yeah. So Davros goes over, collects his body, and as he's pulling him out of the snow, people said that they saw a dragon shape, like from his blood. Do you guys think? Yeah, that yeah. For realsies. So he's a dragonborn. It, that's a theory. So, oh, I was making the Skyrim reference. Well, Whoa. that is. That's a thing. I've got to watch this show then. Yeah. Yes. Well, is it a dragon thing, or is he uh, an ice, or whatever the um, ice guys are? No. The White Walkers? You'd see it by yeah. his eyes. White Walkers. No, you would see it in his eyes that he would have turned into um, one of the and living And he dead. would just kind of be a mindless killing machine. Yeah, that too. But this is, this. is there was a really cool um, theory online that I was hoping was true, and, and they can still kind of do this, but what I would have... There's, there's a, you know, again, spoiler, we, we mentioned this in the beginning. There's an idea that, oh, this could ruin it for Chad. Chad, you, you don't watch the show, right? By the time I catch up, yeah. the probability of me remembering, not okay, well. Okay. That was okay, good. Well, okay, well, the idea is, is that uh, Jon Snow is possibly the son of Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen. Yes. Um. And so they're thinking that they're going to go into that this season. What I was hoping, and, and the theory that I read was that with Jon Snow being dead, that they were going to burn his body. And then when they burned him, he was going to be reborn through fire. Oh. And that would have been the best way to bring him back. Is then it would Phoenix? be for sure. He's, well, that's, that's how reborn through fire. He's a Targaryen, you know. Cause so he's, he's, he's a phoenix. Essentially. Yes. Essentially, he kind of could not be killed by it, and he would be a Zorzai, though, if that was the case. Well, you um, can't take Jon Snow away from this episode or the season or whatever this show. Well, this is, is what they've said. This is what George R. Was... Martin said yeah. that no matter who comes back, whether it be Caitlin Stark, who came back as Lady uh, Stoneheart in the books, or if it's uh, Der- uh, Beric Dondarrion, the uh, Lightning Lord. Mm-hmm. Who was in like three, two seasons ago, I guess, three seasons ago. Um, every time you come back, you come back less. You're, you're less than yourself. Yeah. So 
you're he's gonna be Jon Snow, but he's not gonna be the Jon Snow we had before. Beast. Yeah, there, yeah. There, no one loves. there will be there will be a driving force, is what I've read. That's kind of what he said. So whatever was driving him before, whether it be to revenge for his family, or if Ooh, it's yeah, whatever it might be, something's gonna drive him, and that's kind of the driving force when you were brought back. It's you're not exactly the same. So I have a question. The guy that the queen that just got released out of prison had to walk naked down. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, the guy that's wearing the armor. Um, the, the mountain. The, is it the mountain? The mountain, or yeah. Is the, it? There's, there's a point where there's a guy that's drunk and talking about her. Maybe the best part of the whole episode. He's using yeah. the restroom, and he just takes his face and mushes him. He just collages him against the wall. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally. He just goes... <laughs> I saw a meme where it was like the guy standing there like peeing against the wall and then he looks over and you see the mountain and it was like, I heard you were talking shit. And then he just dies. <laughs> he like kills it. Mush. I mean, it was like, it was like a quick mush, like boop. I mean, the two, the, probably the two best besides Jon Snow coming back, which I think was predictable by the end. Yeah. But the two things that I thought were the best was when the mountain crushes that dude. And then when Juan Juan catches the guy who shot him with an arrow yeah and just slaps him against the wall that's the giant yeah yeah oh yeah. when the yeah. giant grabs the, the guy who had the crossbow <laughs> just, yeah. and then slaps him against the wall and throws him in the in the snow he looks He's, back at him like you mother and yeah, then he grabs much. him and slaps him and oh my god everybody yeah. surrenders fantastic so my question is is the mountain the guy that got killed by the um uh, Prince of Oberyn. Of, yes. of Oberyn, yeah. The, yeah. He got poisoned by him, by that stuff that killed the other kid of JB and Cersei. Yes. They're down to one child now. Like, all yeah. they got is Tommen. He like, killed that's their it. daughter. Yeah. Oh, and the prophecy is going to get him too, so. Yeah. Eventually. I feel bad uh, because I kind of like Tommen. He's really nice. He's oh. the nicest one. You know, him oh. and Mar actually, him and Marcella were. Marcella was the best. She was precious. She was really yeah. sweet. She and... was the best of all of them. So. so you say precious. I'm guessing she died. Oh, yeah, man. She died hard. Yeah. Oh. Says the people who read the book. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. She, uh, she bleeds from the head. Yeah. <laughs> she gets poisoned. So any other thoughts on Game of Thrones before we move to the final and best category of the internet. <laughs> I think that this this episode um, there were a lot of questions in it but I'm looking forward to it. I think mm -hmm. that next week is uh, I'm really looking forward to Sunday. So. Me too. Always. So for our final and last category let's talk about best show that's on television. Yeah. Mr. Rooster. Okay, let's take a back seat here for a second. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the... Supernatural! <laughs> it's the best TV show ever. Sorry. Anyways, so Supernatural last night was probably one of the best episodes that I have seen in a very long time. I think they listened to our past, uh, our last podcast. Possibly. It is very... There was a lot of content and no filler. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was all like... <laughs> and this entire episode, like, it jumped back and forth on one, like, there were two different things happening in parallel, and it just bounced back and forth between the two the whole time through the show. Uh-huh. So, for those of you that watch Supernatural, you understand that this show is notorious for bringing back past characters. Oh, yeah. That are dead or have gone missing. And have died like, kind of a lot. A lot. Like, the Winchesters have died multiple times. Bobby Singer Bobby, has died. Bobby came back. John came back. They bring Their mom has been in a couple episodes. Right? And she's been dead since before the show. Yeah, started. I was like, you you were just bored. <laughs> so, but last night, so last night was May 4th, since this episode's going to be posted way later than this. And also to you. They brought back, <laughs> I just got that, sorry. It's okay. They brought back one of my favorite characters, and I think one of the most beloved actors and characters in this show. Absolutely. Chuck Shirley. Cass you? No. Cass, Cass is there, man. No, dude. No. Cass has been around. Well. But Chuck. 
Well, he's sort of Cass's right body has been better out. I, yeah. Just watch the show. He's just he's yeah. But Chuck has been gone since the season finale of um, season five. Mm -hmm. He peaced oh. out. He left. He just disappeared. He was basically the narrator for the entire episode. And the last time we saw him before, like, when he officially left from the show, he was wearing all white and he just disappeared. He just poof, gone. And fandom went nuts. Nuts. So our theory was that this has been the theory of the entire fandom since that day is that Chuck is not a prophet of the Lord. Chuck is actually God. Okay. True story. So. Oh, yeah. He's been MIA this whole time, and the next time we saw Chuck was in the 200th episode, the fanfiction episode. He pops in at the very end, and, of course, the fandom lost their shit, because I did. <laughs> I freaked out. My sister cried. <laughs> I cried. Last night's episode was called Don't Call Me Shirley, which is totally like an homage to Airplane, which is really funny. But, but even more, the Chuck Shirley was Shirley. spelled. Yes, it was Chuck Shirley, and they actually confirmed one of th that particular fan. Like I'm, I'm my mind is still blown just thinking about it. It should be. We've been speculating that he's God for a while. For six years, six years, we've been talking about this. Yeah, and it has been officially confirmed. Chuck is God. Confirmed last night on the CW, and my mind is still blown. Yeah, well, as it should so be. Uh, Katie and I were talking earlier about how much that we really do not like Metatron. Um, he's just, they've just made that character such a jerk, and I understand why. I mean, you got to have a uh, uh, antagonist, but I mean, that episode was just so well done. The dialogue, uh, the dialogue between him and uh, and Chuck, it was it was just great. I mean, when it first started, and it's got uh, it's got Metatron like in a dumpster, looking for a sandwich. I was like, "Where is this going?" Yeah. And I didn't have a seatbelt on. I'm gonna say I got ejected from the car. Yeah. I love the show. Um, so, where are we at at this point? Okay. What as do you far mean? As supernatural goes, like. Where they are? That's a loaded question, man. Yeah, it is. Okay, so the. Short version is that um, Dean had the Mark of Cain, and at the end of last season, the Mark of Cain was re was removed from Dean by Sam Crowley and Rowena and Castiel. And technically, Crowley. death. And death, technically. So, what they found out was that when the Mark was removed, the Mark was actually not really a Mark at all. It was a kind of like a containment spell that yeah. held. A, the Darkness, who is actually a person, and her name is Amara, and she also happens to be God's sister. She's pretty good looking. I'm just gonna yes, she's very pretty. Drop that. And she also has this weird, like, obsession slash love with Dean, because she believes that Dean set her free. And she has had plenty of opportunity to kill him. She has. And he has had plenty of opportunity to kill her. Neither and he one has can tried pull... to kill her. Yeah, but, like, it's it's no. like, I'm going to kill you. Uh, uh, you. Hey, girl, how you doing? What up? <laughs> Basically. So they've had numerous times to, like, be able to kill each other, but they never seem to do so. So they're kind of stuck in this trying to figure out a way to get rid of the darkness before she destroys the entire universe, pretty much. And Castiel is there sort of because he's not exactly Castiel right at this moment in time because they found out that the only way the way that they contained Amara in the beginning was God and Lucifer teamed up Yep. and they locked her away in the mark so they thought it would be excuse me they Sam thought it would be a good idea to try to talk to Lucifer to see if he would help out. Yeah, that's the Sam Winchester way to do it. No, yeah, let's just talk things out. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk things out. And things didn't exactly go to plan. So Castiel is now Cassifer. He I call him Lucifer. Lucy. Lucy. He's Lucifer. 
So it's Castiel. Lucifer is riding around in Castiel's meat suit, pretty much. I and love freaking that havoc. word. That was perfect. Meat suit. And love it. That's and how they say causing it. all kinds of problems. And we're sort of at this point where Amara has Lucifer kidnapped. And God is basically MIA up until this point. He doesn't want to have to do with anything that has to do with his sister. And or anything, kind of, really. Yeah, and in this particular episode, the entire time, Chuck was kind of being an ass. I'm not going to lie. No, he really was. Like, I wasn't happy with the way he was acting because... Metatron, and I can't believe I'm even going to say this, like, because how much I don't like Metatron, was trying to convince him that, like, you need to do something, that this is your responsibility, that you let this happen. You were there, and then you abandoned us all. Yep. And Chuck said that um, we were a disappointment, that he was a disappointment, that we all were a disappointment, pretty much humanity. And Metatron, surprisingly, was like, he goes, I understand that I'm a disappointment. He goes, but humanity is not. Like, they are not a disappointment. And he basically rallied on behalf of all of humanity. Which is very which is counter Metatron. Everything that Metatron was. <laughs> and as ever said, ever. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was a super interesting thing to happen. There was a lot of character development within that, like... Yeah, and I think you got to see under the kind of under the hood of Metatron when he was asking, like, I mean, why did you want to be me? Like, when he was talking about when Metatron was trying to be God. Um, and he was just like, I'm just trying to get attention. He was like, well, attention of what? He was like, well, you. Like, kind of like how a son would talk to his dad, you know? And it was, it was just interesting to see that, that relationship there, and you actually get to see into Metatron. Not that I want to like him. But it made it understandable. <laughs> it, I feel like so Metatron doesn't have his grace. Um, yeah, they got ripped right him. out of that. So neck. Metatron has been kind of living his life as basically like he's been a homeless person. Yeah, just like, sort of. It opens up with him digging in a trash can, finding a sandwich, and then giving yeah. it to his dog, even though he's starving. It was yeah. kind of depressing. <laughs> it is kind of depressing. So I feel like it's kind of along the same lines of what happened to Cass, because Cass was yeah, very exactly. by the book, very you know, heaven rules, you know, obey God. And then the longer he spent on earth and around the Winchesters, the more of his humanity he found, even though technically Castiel doesn't have a soul. Yeah. And I think what um, yes. Chuck was implying is that <laughs> my people's skills are rusty. Yeah. Um, I think what Metatron was trying to, like, figure out from him was... Like, you created, you know, souls. Like, this, you did this. And, because, so Chuck has been writing a book called God and Autobiography. Well, yeah. And the reason he went to go find Metatron is because he needs his scribe back. Yeah, he needs somebody to proofread his stuff. Yeah. And, so Metatron's, like, reading this book, and it's not exactly, like, what they were looking for. Yeah, like what he was looking for it. Yeah. There was no detail. No. Hey, Metatron was looking for uh, like the next revelation from God, and he kind of got a well. You know, I'm just sitting here as Chuck, doing my thing. You know, going through life, and I'm Metatron's just like, cats. yeah, he's got a block about cats, <laughs> and Metatron's just like, what is this garbage? Pretty much. He <laughs> like, was like, supposed to no give detail. me, like, yeah, you're supposed to give me like stuff. Like this is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares new. of you as Chuck, other yeah. than the fandom. Phantom care. I I care. I care. Katie but, would read that book. I'd read I'd read the crap out of that book. <laughs> um, but he was trying to get him to understand, like, um, to get God to understand that he's been masquerading as Chuck for too long, and that, like, he's pretending to be Chuck rather than being who he really is. Yeah. And that he has the ability and the power to step in and change everything and stop her and mm -hmm. save Sam and Dean again like he always does but he always goes well I'm just done Yeah, he's basically like a tantruming two year old that's what I was getting the feeling over that's exactly how I feel like it, he was acting like I'm going to say it a my generation adult where we just I mean we want our way and, or, and we just want to be left alone like let us play in our little pen don't touch our rules um, up until the point Metatron called him, called him a coward. Oh, and that's yeah. when he was just like, 
He's like, I've you... been called a lot of things. <laughs> you have some stones. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've been called a lot of things, like an absentee father, like a bunch of different stuff. And he just like threw Metatron across the room, out some doors onto a set of stairs. Yeah, like, I mean... It was brutal. Like, if you saw the uh, Superman versus Batman, it's the Superman little dunk, and, like, Batman goes flying. Yeah, basically. And Metatron gets up, and he's laughing, and he's like, yes, that's the person that I know. The, like, wrathful, the angry, you know, acting out person, not this, you know, what does he say? The the sad little meat suit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> He, like, points at his face. He goes, this gift is cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know all the girls went, <sighs> Yes. I love Rob Benedict. But he was phenomenal, like, in this entire episode. Like, you could tell between when he was just Chuck and then when he was God. Yeah. Like, it was like flipping a light switch. It was Actually, crazy. that does happen. Yes. He does. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. So, w- during season four, it was four? No, five. Uh, it during was four season five, or beginning of five. I can't beginning remember. Beginning of five. S- Dean has this amulet that he wears. They call it the Samulet because it was a gift to him from his brother. And it's supposed to be a way to find God. It's supposed to burn hot in the presence of God. Yeah. Okay. And I guess it kind of so, works like a compass, like hot or cold. Like it kind of yes. starts lighting up this way. Yes. So Castiel borrows it, and that was during the episode of um, Dark Side of the Moon, was Mm -hmm. the episode before that one. And then during Dark Side of the Moon, they were killed, Sam and Dean were, and they went behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Joshua, who talks to God, he told him to stop looking, to stop looking for him. And castiel like they told castiel that and you can see the like disappointment the i believed in you i did whatever you told me and this is what i get from it look on his face like utter disappointment pretty much and he gives the necklace back to dean and dean throws it in the trash can (laughs) like the son of a (laughs) yeah so mad so mad but sam being sam and doing samly things so picks it up, puts it in his pocket. I don't think he did. He didn't put it in his pocket. Sam did not pick it up out of the trash can. Oh, I thought he did. No, because Chuck has it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're Chuck, right. Because <laughs> so Metatron asked him about it. He was like, "Well, what about that necklace thing, the amulet thing that you told me about?" And he goes, "Oh, you mean this?" And then he was like, "Oh, I turned it off." And then he's like, Click. "He does like the little starts. light switch motion." He's just like, Lack, and then like. Yeah. like glowing i don't know like i was freaking out like where did he get it how long has he had it yeah has it been there the whole time like towards the end of the episode we get typical sam and dean gonna sacrifice ourselves for one another gonna save the planet yeah for those of you back on earth like the fogs rolled in again that amara brought whenever she first came mm-hmm. and it's just people are starting to go nuts again and they finally barricade everybody inside but the fog's getting in and People are starting to get crazy, so Sam's going over to, like, block the vent, and he starts getting infected, and then, like, Dean's like, no, and then it starts running over there, you know, to go down in the fits of bl- glory, you know, just like Winchesters do, and uh, and then everything just kind of stops. Well, he looks up towards the sky, and, yeah, he yeah, like, yeah. and he yells up towards, like, the heavens and says, stop this, Yeah, and yeah. everything just stops. And I was actually waiting for, like, Amara to, like, materialize inside the room. Right? Yeah, I was not expecting them to, like, overlap and, like, God be there, oh, you know? Oh, God. And... Literally. <laughs> the... Probably the best moment of the entire episode. I mean, even his reveal in the beginning was amazing. But he looked down, Dean looked down, and inside Sam's pocket, he saw, like, it was glowing. Yeah. And he reaches in and pulls out the necklace and it's glowing and sam is miraculously cured of whatever the dark fog does and everybody's okay it's like doctor who the this one time everybody lives kind of moment yeah 
And the two of them walk outside and the necklace is still glowing. And like everybody that was dead is now alive again. And they're walking and you can kind of see this figure like up ahead of them. And it's that like, hey, that kind of looks like somebody we know kind of look on their face. And the necklace is still glowing. And then Chuck turns around and Dean looks at the necklace and then looks at Chuck. And they like look at each other and then like look at the necklace. And the last thing Chuck says is, we should talk or yeah. something. Yeah, like a very like parent to their kids. Like, hey, we should probably talk about this. We should probably <laughs> talk about this. And that's how the episode ends. It was like the reunion we've been waiting for for yeah. the past six years. Because is... as much as I was excited to see Chuck, I would have been very upset if they would have like left that separate. Like, not overlapped. <laughs> Even though I think that could have gone a little bit further, but it, it was nice that they, they, they're not they're – not, playing <laughs> they're not messing with us yeah they they play in games you know and chuck sings this amazing song oh yeah yeah Fair when he picked well. up the guitar and yeah, yeah that was good it's because rob benedict is super talented he has a band called loud and swain and he is an amazing singer and guitarist the more you know performer. i didn't know that i did not yeah. know that um, you can also download that song supernatural is giving it away for free you can download it on soundcloud um, I wrote an article with the link to the to that song. So you can on Temple of Geek. On Temple of Geek, and you can download it that way. And with that, wraps up. I guess that just wraps up this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. I want to thank my panel for joining me on this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher to rate our podcast. And until next time, stay fabulous and carry on my wayward son. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.